Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mistress Carrie. Weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Running around the desert together in Las Vegas. Carrie's in Vegas. Carrie's in Vegas. Roy Jones Jr. Thanks for taking a few minutes to hang out with me. No problem at all. This crowd, the only people I have seen go crazier for the buffet is you. <laughs> you walk in, everybody's like, oh my God, Roy Jones Jr. And then they were like, but look at all the sandwiches over there. But Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> have you ever seen radio people go as crazy for food as they have in the last 20 yes, minutes? Yes, I have. It's insane. It is, but hey, it's what it is. Do radio people eat more or do boxers eat more when they're training for a fight? Radio people eat more because boxers have to worry about their opponent and their weight. So they're a little nervous. It's hard to eat with a nervous stomach. You know, sometimes when people are nervous or depressed, they go to where they get to where they can't eat. You understand me? So some fighters are so nervous or worried about how they're gonna look on fight night that they won't eat. And was so, that you? No, 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 no. I ate, but I was worried about my weight, so I couldn't eat too much, and I had to only eat the right things. And the right thing, you don't want a lot of the right thing because it doesn't taste well. So I didn't eat much. But radio people don't have to worry about that. They, they eat everything. everything. And their job is sitting down. Our job is to not get set down. Right. <laughs> You've held every title. You're a legend in the sport. Mm-hmm. I asked Dillian, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm training for the Boston Marathon this year. It's three months away. Mm-hmm. So give me some tips, some training tips on what you think I should be doing to get ready to run the marathon. When you're doing your walking and you're running? Like, I'm running it, yeah. yeah but, but when you're on a treadmill doing stuff, yeah. e- even if you walk, always think about when you're walking, keep your, compo- keep your posture and your composure the exact same. And try to do round, try to do mile one, just like you do all the rest of the miles. So every time you get tired, think about how I felt in, 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 in mile one. Because for the whole race, for the whole run, I want to be looking just like I look in mile one. If I look like I'm in round, mile ten, I'm look sagged over, tired like I'm giving up. I'm not gonna look like the same proud up up and challenging runner that I want to be in, in mile one. So always when you feel yourself getting tired, nope. Back to mile one. Now you got something. So marathon running, I would assume, it's it, they say it's mental, it which is. I think it's crap sometimes because my body feels like it's going to die. Yep. Tell me what it's like to be, you know, 10 rounds in. Just like you just said. 11 rounds just in. Just like you just said. That's why I'm telling you this. It's just like you just said. You feel like you're going to die. I don't care how good a condition you're in. <laughs> you feel like you're going to die. But if you take yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to keep on working and I'll keep on making my body look just like I'm in round one. It won't have no effect on you. So it's a mental thing because if you can make your body look like it's looking around one, you got something. But if you can't beat that and make your body, force your body to look like it looked in mile one, then you're going to lose yourself. Can you tell me a fight in your career where you were in it and felt like you were dying and that you ended up winning and you were like, I can't believe I just won that fight? In the first Tarver fight, I came from heavyweight back to light heavyweight. I lost 25 pounds of muscle. I was completely done. After round eight, I thought I couldn't go anymore. 
I sat down on my stool. I said, there's no way I can finish this fight in my own head. As I sat there, it was like God was saying, you want to win? And I was like, yes. Then get your mouthpiece, get up, and let's go win. I told my coach, get my mouthpiece. I don't know what he was saying to me. In the middle of him talking, I said, get my mouthpiece. He gave me my mouthpiece. I got up when I didn't want to fight. There you go. I'll be thinking about that <laughs> in three months when I feel like I'm going to die on yeah, Marathon yeah. Monday. And I really felt like it because... And it wasn't so much of just the fatigue, it was the weight loss with the fatigue. Yeah. I lost 25 pounds of muscle, and I was fatigued. I would like to lose 25 pounds of ass. <laughs> <laughs> How important is the selection of the music going into the fight for you? For me, it's very important. Just like how uh, my guy who's fighting on the court, not Nordin O'Bali fighting Rashid Warren, he wanted me around because he likes the positive influence that I bring. And he wants to picture what I used to be in the ring and that's what he want to see himself being something like that and he knows he's fighting a great Olympian who also thinks like that but the music part of it is also big because music can put you at a mental place where you don't care because you're so into the music it makes you feel so good spiritually and emotionally that you don't care so that's why I always look, listen to Scarface because Scarface says things that I would say he <laughs> speaks my heart he speaks my mind so it's like when he says stuff I feel like yes that's what I'm talking about. Let's go do this. So now, every fight you have, you could not come out the same. You have to know that going in. But when you listen to the right music, you don't care about that no more. You just want to go do you. And that's what's most important. I've been asking because I'm not a big uh, gambler, but I've been asking everybody when it comes to this fight, if I'm going to go over and, and put some money down, can you give me your prediction on the Pacquiao-Broner fight and, and where I should be putting money? I'm not a gambler either, and I can't really give predictions because I really don't know. But I'm going to tell you this. People think Broner can't punch. Broner knocked down Sean Porter in round 12 of their fight, and not many people knocked Sean Porter down. So don't be fooled with the notion that Broner can't punch. People are also going to tell you that Broner is not focused. Don't get caught up in that notion either because Broner just has a face an opponent that he really felt was a threat to him in quite some time. This is the first time in a while he's facing a guy that even he knows is a threat if he's not himself. So when you go bet, just be careful and keep those things in mind because I'm not saying Bruno's going to win the fight, but I think Bruno's going to be more ready to fight than he's, ever, than he's been in a long time. I don't think we've seen the version of Bruno that we're going to see this fight. A lot of people were talking about Pacquiao's age, and I bring it up because in Boston – Tom Brady, 41, still the GOAT. I've just been telling people that age is nothing but a number now because people have changed the way they do things. You got Tom, Bre uh, Tom Brady at 41 and Drew Brees at 40. He turned 40 yesterday, the day before my birthday, I mean, day before yesterday. I turned 50 yesterday, he turned 40 the day before Tuesday. So there's two 40 year old quarterbacks in the AFC and NFC Championship game. Age ain't nothing but a number. Don't pay attention to the age either. So if you're going to want to bet on Pacquiao, don't do it. Don't not do it because of his age, because age don't mean nothing. If Bronner gonna beat him, Bronner gonna beat the same pack he would have beat ten years ago. If he beat Bronner, he's gonna beat the same Bronner, he's gonna be the same pack he was ten years ago when he beat Bronner. So age has nothing to do with the outcome of this fight. Roy Jones Jr., before I let you go, how do you like my pats this weekend? I like it. I like them. I you think do? I a great chance. Yeah. And what about the big game? Would you like to see New Orleans, New England? Oh my gosh, that would be the greatest game. Two forty year old quarterbacks, that'd be history making. I would love it. Thank you so much. But Ooh, let me just sorry. say one more thing. Yeah. Don't go against, if you bet money, don't go against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah? He's a different kind of animal. Okay. 
<laughs> Roy Jones Jr., there he is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.